Yes, people, it is Monday. Yes, you haven't got the day wrong, but we have a special edition of Echo Chamber for you because we take a look at the new. Ooh, I say action film, but it's a little bit, you know what I mean? It's American Badger from uh, just a man of many skills, Kirk Kuwait. So, people, sit back and let's take a peek into this one, alright? Oh, people, some more festival information for you. The Etheria Film Night have announced that they will be streaming, right, their 2021 official short films showcase lineup exclusively on Shudder starting from Friday the 25th of June all the way through to the 25th of July. This year's festival, the world's most respected annual showcase of horror, science fiction, fantasy, action and thriller films directed by women will feature nine short films and honour the Walking Dead showrunner and executive producer Angela Kang with the 2021 Etheria Inspiration Award given annually to a person in the entertainment industry who has inspired women to pursue careers working in genre film and television. Producer Gail Ann Hard will present the award to Kang with the ceremony included as part of the official Etheria 2021 content streaming on Shudder. The 2021 lineup has come has some of the funniest things we've ever programmed alongside some of the darkest and most disturbing things we've ever programmed. And that is from Etheria Director of Programming, Heidi Honeycott. Mm-hmm. Right, so, um, yeah, she also says, and we're so happy to be screening on Shudder for the second year in a row. Dum-dum-dum. Right, so, um, yeah, people, I mean, do you really want to miss all of this? You know, Gail and Heard says, the Ethereum Film Festival is the preeminent forum showcasing the many talented women working in the genre field. As The Walking Dead's first female showrunner, Angela Kang has proven herself to be a visionary in the horror sci-fi medium, and she is also one of the most talented people working in television today. <laughs> yeah, you know, and Kang says, as a lifelong fan of horror, sci-fi, fantasy, action and thrillers, I am truly humbled to be in the company of the incredible women of Etheria. Um, 
and who have been honoured over the years with their inspiration award, not least the incomparable Gail Ann Hurd. I am on a trail she blazed and loved that Etheria is showcasing new genre films created by women who want to travel the same exhilarating path. So, um, yeah, there you have it, people. It is... Uh, it is going to be coming at you, which uh, should be fun, right, some of those films that will be screening, okay, uh, we've got The Fourth Wall, this is directed by Kelsey Bowling, um, we've got Narrow, directed by Anna Chazelle, have You Will Never Be Back, from Monica Matteo, Booster Strapped from Katty Aaron. Uh, Misfits from Kayani Ray Walker. The Grey from Myra Aquino. Polar Votron 500 from Sylvia Concia. Eye Exam from Aslim Clark. And who goes there from Astrid for Vladson? <laughs> you know, so, um, hey, looks like it is going to be a fun uh, festival, people. So go check out the Ethereal website. And remember, it will start Friday the 25th of June, running all the way to the 25th of July, exclusively on Shudder. Okay, horror fans, mark Thursday the 12th of August in your calendars. That is right, because Shudder, AMC Network's premium streamer for horror, thriller, and the supernatural, have announced that the new event series Slasher, Flesh and Blood, starring horror legend David Cronenberg, bom, 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 will exclusively stream on the service in the US, Australia, and New Zealand beginning Thursday August the 12th, with two episodes followed by new episodes streaming each week. The series follows a wealthy, dysfunctional family that gathers for a reunion on a secluded island, only to learn they'll be pitted against one another in a cruel game of life and death. Ooh. All while being stalked by a mysterious masked killer. Nothing is what it seems, and no one is safe as detention and body count ratchets up. The eight-episode event series stars Cronenberg alongside cast members from previous installments of the slasher franchise in brand new roles, including Paula Brancaddy, Jefferson Brown, Patrice Goodman, Sabrina Gredjevic and Christopher Jackot. Right, so um yeah, adding to the cast will also be Rachel Crawford, Jenna Guzan, Sydney Meyer, and Alex 
Ojirola. So um, there you have it, people. There you have it. You know, slasher, flesh and blood is like knives out, done by John Carpenter, and takes the slasher franchise to a new level with a gripping and scary story about family secrets, intrigue, murder, and legacy. Um, We're incredibly lucky to have David Cronenberg, an icon of the genre, giving a standout performance as the fearsome, intimidating patriarch of the Galloway family, who sets the tone for the shocking twists, crazy mysteries, and total mayhem that's to come. Shudder members won't want to miss a single episode of this incredible event series, and that is from Shudder General Manager Craig Engler. I mean... Yeah, he won't steer you wrong. No, but seriously, everything on Shudder is great. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything I haven't enjoyed yet. So, yeah, I think this will be worth watching. So, people, the 12th of August, mark it down. Yo, something that people missed in 2020 were those pop-up cinema screens but people people do not worry 2021 it's a new year and the screens are back pop-up screens are delighted to announce their return to london with an enormous season of outdoor cinema packed with feel-good movies guilty pleasures and cult classics that make your film all warm and fuzzy inside. Pop-up screens invite you and your family to indulge in an evening that you won't forget with your loved ones. It's relaxed atmosphere and friendly vibe, praised by critics across the country, will have you coming back year after year. This year, pop-up screens will span across eight London parks. That's right, people, eight. And open spaces over three months, launching on, oh shit, my birthday, the 9th of July at Coram's Fields with the fan favourite, The Craft. Pop-Up Screens offers films for fans of all genres, including smash hit musical dramas such as The Greatest Showman, A Star Is Born, Bohemity Rhapsody and Rocketman. For audiences wanting nostalgia, fans will be able to revisit fan favourites such as Back to the Future, The Goonies and Dirty Dancing, um, plus a whole lot more. You know, you can uh, join them for a movie or two and you'll find a great environment along with a bar and some of London's best street food traders. So, the the films that you can enjoy, people, well, on, as I said, starting on the 9th of July at Crom's Fields is The Craft, the 10th... um, is the greatest showman the 11th bill and ted face the music then over to bishop's park in fulham on the 16th with 10 things i hate about you 
17th Dirty Dancing, and the 18th The Goonies. Then it's North Greenwich from the 23rd of July for 500 Days of Summer. Greece on the 24th and Back to the Future on the 25th and July ends at Hillfields in Broccoli so on the 30th July is the Goonies and the 31st Dirty Dancing uh, staying on Brockfield um, on the 1st of August it's the Greatest Showman then back to Crom Corman's Fields on the 6th of August. Three films on the 6th with you've got Jojo Rabbit, Pretty Woman, and Ghostbusters. Then Hammersmith, you're not forgotten because on the 13th at Ravens Court Park, you've got Jaws. On the 14th, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. And then the 15th, it's The Greatest Showman. The Guild Hall in the City of London, people. On the 16th, um, you've got um, The Greatest Showman. To 17th, you've got Moonlight. On the 18th, you've got Philadelphia. The 19th, it's The Beach. The 20th, it's Dreamgirls. And the 21st of August is Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Then, Hiver Green, people. From the 27th of August at Manor House Gardens, we got Bohemian Rhapsody. On the 28th, it is The Greatest Showman. And then on the 29th of August, it is A Star is Born. But that's not all. So, back to Bishop's Park in Fulham. For the 3rd of September Because it's Rocket Man The 4th it's A Star Is Born Then the 5th It's The Greatest Showman So then On the 10th of September It is Back to Hammersmith So Raven's Court Park It's Dirty Dancing On the 11th it is at Jurassic Park And the 12th it is Rocket Man And it all ends at the Oval in Kennington Park Right, so 17th of September It's The Greatest Showman The 18th, it's Notting Hill And then the 19th of September It all closes with A Star Is Born So you can book tickets And find out more at popupscreens.co.uk Adult tickets are £14, and those under 12s, it is £9. But remember, people, there will still be COVID policies in place. But, yes, for more information, people, go down and check out popupscreens.co.uk. Okay, so now we have that out the way, let's get into this week's, well, today's review. It's funny, we get promised 
you know, new films all the time. And when I say new films, I mean films in a genre that are supposedly something a little bit different, right? Always supposedly a something a little bit different. And then you watch them and, yeah, it's pretty much same old, same old. I mean, it is always a thing, but then also, right, there, there's films in these genres that are just so good, and at times you wonder, right, it's like, why make some other stuff, right, why, why make something new if it can't, you know, hold a candle to some of these classics, and when we think of assassin films, Oh, we've had some good ones. We have had some good ones, people. I mean, you think of, like, uh, the Bourne films, right? So good. So good. And it was a, a very interesting counterpoint to, like, the James Bond type of film, you know, in the same guise. We've also had things like Leon, which, I mean, people... How how can you not look at Leon as a classic? Then La Femme Lenquita. Man, there have just been so many. So many. So, when I heard about American Badger, I wondered, right? I, I wondered, how is this going to be? Right? You, you, you see the, the poster for it, and you get a sense of... Oh, is this going to be like um, Patriot Games or, or something like that, right? People, it is nothing like that. It is crazy. It, it, it's really weird in, I would say, the, the um, yeah, the, the, the poster choices and things like that. Because I don't really think it does the film enough justice, you know? I don't think it does that. Right, so, um, yeah, let's get to the nitty-gritty people, right? So, American Badger is written and directed by Kirk Kuet, uh, right? So, Kuet, um, he also is an executive producer on the piece. Uh, so, he produces along with... Um, Ains Iez, uh, Jacqueline Nugent, and uh, Rick Pod, they produce. Leanna Matthews co-produces. Um, Nick Marinos and Sage Brocklebank are associate producers, actually, along with Kelly Richard Fenning. And then you also have John Cassini as another executive producer. The music is by Matt Dauncey and Dion Marionos. Our cinematography is Kao Kafrina, Peter Planter, uh, Peter Staphius. It's edited by Sean Andu. Uh, production design is Lacey Ann Olsen and Christopher Wishart. Um, and I, I, I think it's very telling that 
Yuri Kuet also works as a, a stunt professional. Because this is one of the only films, really, that I can think of where all the stunt people are listed. You know, you you go look at the they, he's put down all the stunt people, and it and it's crazy because you can go on any sort of action film and you do not see a list of stunt people like this, right? Which is it's a little bizarre, it's a little crazy, right? Because when you think, because this is an action film, but it isn't. I wouldn't say it's wall to wall. We've seen crazier films, crazier films action wise, and we do not know who the stunt people are. So I, I, I thought that was very interesting. But yes, all of those people um, serve on the film. Now, the gist what is the story? That's what you ask. Well, um, yeah, let's get into that, shall we? Right, so uh, basically, um, we we're following Badger. You know, he, he's a hitman, hitman for hire. Now, listen, you're thinking, why Badger? That all gets explained very early on in the film. You know, but yeah, he he's kind of reclusive. He's been living. Um, the life of a recluse operating in the shadows, hardly speaking a word to anyone in years. But all that is about to change with his latest assignment. His job is to make friends with a sex worker named Velvet and extract information from her about the inner workings of an Albanian gang she works for. Soon Badger realises he is much more emotionally vulnerable than he thinks as his short relationship with Velvet takes a sharp turn into an unlikely romance. Suddenly Badger's handlers tell him that it is time to take down the syndicate and the first person he must kill is Velvet. But will he be able to do it? Dun, dun, dun. I mean, yeah, that's kind of compelling, right? And you think, oh, can it live up to this, right? I think that's one of the biggest. Can it live up to the cell? And we open up with, you know, we get into the whole badger thing, right? So that's kind of explained. And then we get this, oh, we get this kind of visceral action scene well you know we're with firstly we're with badger right and you you can see you get a, a kind of sense for his nature you know he he's looking out the window he's smoking cigarettes he's drinking and uh, you know I, I i think if you just see someone sipping from a glass that's one thing but as soon as you see someone just necking from a bottle I think that that gives you a sense of, you know, um, maybe their relationship with alcohol isn't what it could be. But yeah, he is, you know, we get this brooding sense, you know, that this dude has definitely got stuff weighing down on him. But um, yeah, he he's kind of thinking back to 
a job that has just happened and we get into this action so this action sequence so you you know i this dude this hitman this badger he knows exactly how to handle himself and he is not one to fuck about with you know so i think that's that's huge but as the fight is going on you know we get badger talking and i think one of the really different things about this is the is what badger is saying you know and and, and i think that really i think it, it gives you a feel that this could be something a little bit different you know because it's someone not Talking about how they're the the Mac Daddy, the Dun Dada. You know what I mean? The the um shit, what's my man's name from uh that film? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my memory is so bad. Um you know with Alpha Scarface. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because a lot of people wanna be like Scarface, right? They get into these things and they act like, yeah, I'm I'm the big bad. But Badger, what he tells us in these opening sequence is that's not him, right? Now, don't get me wrong. He's not saying that, you know, killing people is, you know, something that he doesn't want to do and he scares him and blah, blah. No, 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 no. He's good at it. He knows he's good at it. But, yeah, we we just get the the, the vibe that, yo, this this is a different dude right here, you know? Even though you watch the action and, yeah, there are no punches pulled, right? And the way it's shot, you are definitely in it. You're definitely flowing with the punches, the blades. But it all kind of comes across as a real fight, right? None of this, you know, wasted movement, or the, the, you know, trying to do these crazy moves that just wouldn't work in an actual motherfucking fight. No, 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 no. This is, yeah, this is some legit shit, right? This is some legit shit. And, and you do feel that. You do feel that. Oh, you know what I didn't do? <laughs> I didn't tell you who's starring in it either, did I? So, Kurt Kulat, he, he stars, he's Badger, um, along with Andrea Stefanikovic, who plays uh, Marcella Hovenhover, a.k.a. Velvet. We got Michael Kupsa as Vasily, the head of the Albanian gang. Milan Stefanik plays Velvet's brother. Um, we've also got Sean Kanuk, uh, he plays a thug. Um, Mark Skip, Skipper Port, he's also like a henchman in the film, you know. But yes, um, so yeah, you know, we, we, we have this film and it, it, like the way it's all flowing, the way it is all moving, it kind of, yeah, it gives you this sense of. And, you know, he doesn't come out of fights unscathed, 
Like his hands are all fucked up and you know. But what we see him, like when we sir see him, like meet up with Velvet. It's um, yeah, the way it's played, it's interesting, right? Because you know, I think he, as I said, look, he doesn't, he hasn't talked to a woman in years. Hasn't talked to a woman in years. He's very reclusive. So he's very awkward. She's, you know, she's in a shitty situation. So she's kind of goes with him. But it's all very tentative, you know. But I think it's interesting. As we watch this connection grow, right, that the, the way they then become more entwined with each other, like you, you just see the proximity of them change all of these things, like the body language, everything. It it kind of blossoms into this new thing, but without then still becoming that. You know, you see these films where then you know the person is draped over someone, and it's all no, but it's not that. Right, so it's still kind of true to these characters who we have just met. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, it's interesting. It gives us this, this, this kind of weird look into these lives. And um, yeah, as I said, look, it, it's this film that's meant to be a little bit different, and it really is because it's not full of these different action sequences. You know, there's there's a you know, there's enough in the film to to satisfy that need. But then in between we have these interestingly shot moments. You know, so like we have him playing with his knife, sharpening his knife, and the focus the camera takes on it really just Gives this kind of, you know, new kind of sense to the scene, right? It becomes more kind of art. The way the light is in the background and reflected, right? There's a different scenes of them talking, but we see them silhouetted on a night scene, with just the, the 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 reflections of light in a in a window, right? So, you know, we we get this kind of completely different look to a film that we're kind of feeling is an action film, right? It's like um, you you have something that's kind of shot like something like Blue Velvet, you know, right? And it's an action flick? You're like, yo, what? Right? When you're thinking of films, right? That kind of things with a similar tone, right? It reminded me a little bit of Michael Mann's 2004 classic Collateral. You know, you know the one starring uh, Jamie Foxx, Tom Cruise, Jada Pinkett, Mark Ruffalo. Great cast, right? But... It was that different kind of film, very slow and um, visceral, and that's just like American Badger, 
it, it's this slow, visceral look into the life of this hitman that just wants to be. Right? We have these moments of them talking about life. And you know, and like there's more stars in the sky than grains of sand. You know, how many people there are alive, just all of these different things. You know, we have the, these weird conversations, but it fits the nature of those characters, you know. And it it's it's a film that definitely stays true to the sense of what it's trying to tell. Right, so look, Velvet's a sex worker. You know what I mean? And, and I think you often see something where then suddenly she's now free and everything is fine and life is great. No, 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 no. There are things that come and bite her in the ass for sure. There's some horrible things that happen to Velvet in this film. Like, you're, you're just like, oh my days. But there's no glorification of that kind of stuff. You know, it, 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 you get a sense of what's going on. But it's not like a clear focus. You know, it's like you're watching some things through tear-stained eyes. You know what I mean? And even there's a scene with... Um, Velvet and Badger And that again It's like the, the way it's shot And everything like that When you think of someone that hasn't Yeah, been around women in a long time It makes perfect sense Right? It, it's this intense Kind of just real All in consuming Moment Right? And that works Really works you know, I, I really did enjoy this film Like, just the way you are, you know, with this character You know, you're following everything he does And I thought it was interesting Because a lot of times, right? A lot of times, this is all about the dude saving the woman And all of this kind of thing And not to tell you how this goes down But it's not necessarily got the traditional ending You know it, it, it kind of You know, because you think people react differently to circumstances You know, you, you find yourself in certain moments Right, you understand the value of the life Right, and, and what you will do to survive And that's what we see here You know, we, we see people that decide to be like I, I want more, I don't want to go down like that And yeah, so we get this real interesting ending You know what I mean? It's this real interesting ending, man So people, if you like Indie flicks, you know, but you want action too, you know, if you want something that does something a little bit different, isn't just trying to regurgitate the number one action flick from blah blah blah, right? 
if you want something a little bit different, then I think you will enjoy American Badger. Because, you know, there's moments when we, you know, because the, the soundtrack really works. And there's moments like when music kind of replicates a heartbeat. And I'm not saying the sound is trying to sound like a heartbeat, but the way the music is playing in this elevate, elevated sense. And then as we see our character then, you know what I mean, like... Like calm down, the music tempo drops down. Drops down and then finishes. Right? And you're just like, oh, nice. Interesting. So, you know what I mean? We, we have... Different things like that playing around. You know what I mean? Like the, the soundtrack is really working here as a supportive character in the piece. You know what I mean? The, 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 the way the lighting is. You know, I, I often find it frustrating in some of these films because it's way too dark. You can't follow what is going on. But here... Right, you have moments where the characters might be fighting in a dark house, right? But you have these big windows. So you get the the way the light is coming through the window. So you can see the, the, the way these people are moving and fighting and the kind of the silhouettes. But then when they turn in a certain way and the light from the window hits, you then see the face or you see the color of the sleeve or something like that, which is so interesting. Right. And the way the movement is with the fight. Right. It's like. We're not utilizing a shaky cam like in Bourne or, or some of the more recent films. You know, they, they've used that a lot in recent James Bonds, right? No. But what we have is that the camera kind of moves with the, the motion of the people. So sometimes we have the camera kind of lean to the side. Right, as somebody's bending over to miss a punch or coming forward or back, or and it really gives this interesting flow. You know, we were having these kinetic movements that are emphasized and elaborated by the camera work, right? So, you really do get this interesting fight. So there is a lot here to absorb, to soak in, and to enjoy. So yeah, this isn't just your run of the mill, you know, ugh, I've seen this before, action flick. This is definitely something a little bit different, you know? Something a little bit different with characters who have this interesting depth to them. So, people, if that sounds interesting to you, you know what I mean? If you do want something that, yeah, isn't just this run-of-the-mill meh, then I do recommend you go check out American Badger, which will be dropping on Tuesday the 15th of June 
from all your favourite VODs. So people, wherever you like to pick up your movies, go, go and check out and see if you can get yourself some Badger action. You know what I mean? Check the uh, episode information because we will have the links and all of that jazz for you to be able to follow and consume. Alright, American Badger people. Alright, people. Now, I hope you enjoyed that. But there is more. There is more, people. Had to make this a two-parter because, whoo! Oh my days! The next part is it, a longer, it's a longer thing. Trust me. So um, Kirk was nice enough to come and have a talk, and we talked about the film. We talked about the, the you know, just directing, putting something together, like the different things we enjoy. And just the stunt business. It is a great conversation, people. So come, go check it out, right? It's in part two. You do not want to miss it, people. So tell him again, right? Levi is preaching, man. Tell him again. Go check out part two. And uh, hey, enjoy the conversation with Kirk.